This yes. is literally, Zach, when I tell you this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Hold on. <laughs> You're going to lose it. You guys are going to get a live reaction because this is oh so fucking funny. Oh, my God. It's like I'm... she obviously cropped her out. And it's like the fact that celebrities are acting like this. <laughs> I can't wait. Are you texting it to me? I just sent it to you. Okay. It's sending. Hold on. It's oh traveling through the, through the airwaves. Oh, my God. Okay. I got it. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm, I'm opening it. Okay, I'm click opening on it. it. Yeah, click on it because there's both options. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. What? Okay, what is going on? I feel like my now things that I'm hearing are sounding weird. Wait, you're hearing things? Yeah, I don't know. Like in your brain? No. <laughs> no, like with our audio. I don't know. Let's just keep going. With me? I don't know. <gasps> Jerry's concerned. He's upset. What do I sound like? No, you sound fine now, but it was like you froze oh. and then it got like glitchy. Jesus Christ. Okay. Like the episode, I'm like really amped up to rant about a lot of things, of course. God is like, you will not <laughs> because uh, God just hates abortion too, apparently. Yeah. No abortions allowed. But anyway, <laughs> uh, before we start talking about that, I would love to know more about your little trivia night last night. Oh my God. Me and Nick came in fourth place and they only award the top three. So <laughs> we didn't get any prizes Rats. but we asked the guy we were like how close did we come and he was like oh you guys did really good you were in fourth place and we were like no uh, but i will give it up to nick's plane knowledge he really carried us he's a plane nerd that's for sure yeah he did he he said he admitted that he's a plane nerd um but yeah and he was telling me about this documentary <laughs> oh is it Oh, she's a little sick, everybody. Sorry, you guys. Give it up for the sick one. Sorry. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> You'll get through this. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Was it the, the Boeing documentary? The Netflix been one. To watch that. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he, he hyped it up. Um, I probably won't watch it. Um, but <laughs> he he saved us. We had a we had a good run. Um uh, I heard of a brilliant team name that was there that went by the name of O Trivia Rodrigo. Yeah, they which is that just was, the best. That, I think that was the team heard. that won, or they came in second or something. Uh, traders yeah. get it? <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, it was a good time though. It was fun. What did I'm you do? I want to go. What did I do last? Oh, night? me and Nick were having fun without you. <laughs> uh, I had a lot of fun because I had a game night with Robin and Riley and Pat. So oh. I had a lot of fun. And I finally got this new game I've been wanting to get with some birthday money. So Ooh. I think, let's see, it came in the mail like late yesterday afternoon. And I think I already have six hours of playtime in it. Oh, wow. Between yesterday and today. So yeah, it's really good. It's not my media moment because I feel like I need to play more of it, but mm -hmm. uh, I had plenty of fun yesterday. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, um, but I do want to go to trivia at, was it, is it Winter Garden? Wonder Garden. Yeah, it was yeah. really fun. Really I want to cool. go. Um, we can't go next Monday because it's my birthday and <sighs> we can't go the Monday after that because it's Memorial Day, but maybe three <laughs> weeks we can go. And, and I want to contribute. Maybe we could get uh, we could actually Ooh. place with my assistants. Okay, whatever. Uh, I'm just saying. Uh, no, there were there were one or two. There were a few <laughs> a few times, and we were like, "Oh, I wish Zach was here because he has like all this random knowledge." So yes, maybe the three go. of us we would make an awesome team. You. Yeah. Although our name, the name couldn't be the Jesuits because I did not go to a Jesuit <laughs> school. Are you? <laughs> it can't are you be the a, blacks either. <laughs> We'll find something offensive um, to make the uh, to make the trivia guy have to the, say out loud. The fine line between offensive and societally appropriate. I know. Well, actually, I'm pretty sure he's gay. That's what me and Nick concluded. So, okay, just because the trivia announcer is gay does not mean. I mean, he could say <laughs> he something. Just... No, I'm saying he could say something like um, offensive towards homosexuals. <laughs> 
and he might have a laugh. So like the F, like the F slur. Oh, he might not have a laugh about that, but <laughs> I don't know. We can think of something. Wait, 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 wait. We could maybe like Alphabet Mafia. Is that too generic? Wait, that would be so funny. Okay, I'm th- I'm writing that down. I'm we'll noodle. Down. We'll noodle on it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. True. All right. Yeah. Should we hop into it? Because we got things to talk about. Yeah, I have to fin- I have to type our, our trivia name now. Okay. okay, well, I'm gonna get started then on the news. This is an unusual week because I have lots more news than entertainment stories. I feel like it's the opposite, but just bear with me. First of all, I have to say, I feel like I did not ball hard enough. Uh, the episode we first discussed the leaked draft Supreme Court decision on Roe v. Wade. I feel like I was rather tame. You and- were rather tame. Yeah, I feel like I was rather team. And I okay. feel like the passion is going to emerge on tonight's episode because I have things Ooh, to fucking say. Okay. So this week, I mean, really like for the past few years, but this week in particular, I've been feeling a special kind of rage toward American politics <laughs> and government. Um, so I need to get it out. Mm-hmm. So the first story, I don't know if you heard about this, but the Democrats tried to pass this bill called the Women's Health Protection Act. The comedy starts here, folks. If they really cared about protecting <laughs> women's health, they would have got at it years ago. Right. But anyway, they were attempting to pass this bill, um, which would codify the right to an abortion, but it failed to pass, which was expected because the Senate is not strong enough to pass a bill. And we still have mm-hmm. this uh, nifty little thing, by nifty little thing, I mean, horrible thing called the filibuster. Mm-hmm. Um, more on that in a second. Of course, Biden made a statement. He said, we will continue to defend women's constitutional rights to make private reproductive choices as recognized in Roe v. Wade nearly half a century ago. And my administration will continue to explore the measures and tools at our disposal to do just that. And also, I want to point out this quote from Democratic Senator Amy Klobuchar. No, Klobuchar. I always said Klobuchar. I don't know why. Klobuchar. Beat your ass. If you recall, she attempted to get the Democratic presidential nomination in 2020, mm-hmm. but failed. She said, I think it's really important to have this vote to show where everyone stands. That's it. I raise you this, Amy. How about you actually fucking vote to do something? We know where you fucking stand. We don't need this vote to tell us where everyone stands. <laughs> right. Like we voted we for know. everyone in there. Like <laughs> we know because the history of America is a history of a two party system. So we've been forced into this binary political system. So we know where people stand and we've known for decades. Again, more on that in a second. But I wanted to talk about because basically it's a, it's very unfortunate, but it's probably very likely that Roe v. Wade will be overturned. I mean, that was a draft decision that was leaked. And I think it's unlikely in a conservative led Supreme Court that they're just going to decide because of the uproar from the left to just reverse this decision. So it's sad, but likely. So these sort of like grandstanding moves from the Democrats to codify abortion and give and, and make it clear that women have a constitutional right to an abortion and their reproductive rights, I think is just like complete bullshit. And it makes me really mad because I'm getting really tired of establishment Democrats and corporate Democrats, which are basically the one and the same. I'm tired of them not doing anything. They're not doing anything. They're losers and they're cowards, and they're not doing anything for the American people. They could abolish the filibuster right now if they wanted to. For those of you who don't know what a filibuster is, it's a function in the Senate where basically any member from either party or multiple members could just like stall. It's basically stalling. So they could stall to prevent a bill from getting passed um, or to stall it, it, it's it's manipulative and it should be abolished because why should we need a filibuster? Literally, like when, what is the what is what is the reason? Yes. How about we just pass shit based yeah. on the votes that we have? Right. Or so, don't pass I'm, shit based on the votes that we have. But why are we stalling? 
<laughs> exactly. So I'm pissed at Democrats for letting this happen. They do not have any interest except the corporate interests that fund their campaign. We need campaign finance laws. We fucking need them already. But sadly, I don't think they're going to happen because all the Democrats are in the pockets of these huge corporations and lobbyists. And that's what controls their interests. Every single one of them, even the fucking squad. I'm over them. I'm over the whole Democratic Party. And I'm over the fact that we're forced into supporting this party because the other alternative is far right extremists and the people right. that support them and their interests. Right. It's very frustrating. And back to Biden's statement, I'm over Biden as well. He's He's been making a lot of fucking statements lately. We'll get to that in a second too with another story. And he's not doing shit. That's why when you told me that you think we might get uh, student debt relief soon, I was highly doubtful of this fact because he doesn't seem to be doing shit lately. And you guys, I can totally hate on Biden, not support him and still be a progressive. Well, of course. I mean, I it was like moderate that got him not, elected. I was going to say, I feel like it would be not progressive to support Biden. <laughs> yeah. So this whole thing just makes me really mad. It makes me mad that, again, Democrats have had the power, FADIC for a couple of years now, or almost a couple of years, to abolish the filibuster, establish campaign finance laws and regulations. Mm-hmm voting to actually do shit it's incredibly infuriating and i'm not yeah. even a woman <laughs> no you're I not imagine women are pretty up in arms right now because what's going to happen and this is actually very scary especially since polling is indicating this is that like the democrats will lose control of congress this year like it's not looking good for the no it's not it's really it's not, not you guys and if you're not registered to vote you need to go fucking register to vote right now it's not that hard I know that sometimes um, there's some really evil practices that keep people from voting, but if you are able to vote, you should vote, please. The midterms are important. Yes, definitely. If the polling turns out to be correct, then Democrats are gonna lose majority control of Congress. And then it's also incredibly likely that in 2024, we will get another Republican president. It's right. very scary. And you do not want to live in America with another Republican president and a Republican controlled Congress, because mark my words, they will make abortion illegal federally. They yeah. will ban contraceptives oh, and they will also go after gay marriage. People think that the Obergefell, that the whole gay marriage case is safe. It is not. You do not know what these people are capable of. So it makes me incredibly worried that the mm-hmm. Democrats are just sitting back and doing fucking nothing, even though they have control and have the power to, but they're not because of corporate interests. It's pissing me off. Yeah, it's like they're making uh, American politics a game for them, and we're the ones that have to feel the consequences of said game, whether who wins or loses, and it's just not fun. It's all about power. And yeah. particularly in the case of um, reproductive rights, let's just call it like it is the women that are in Congress are all to sin. So they probably don't even care about abortion because it's not right. an issue it that doesn't matters affect to them. I'm them. serious. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. They don't care. So speaking of women that are old as sin, and I'm not admonishing <laughs> what I'm not admonishing women for their age, but I'm going to admonish this woman because I do not like her. And I'm going to tell you why. So she was at a press conference on Thursday because this, Democratic representative. His name is Henry Sueller. I'm going to call him Henry Cellular because his name, that's what his name looks like. Rearrange the letters. It's Henry Cellular. So that's what I'm going to call him. He is anti-abortion, which is interesting for a Democrat. Um, But he is facing a runoff with a pro-choice challenger. Her name is Jessica Cisneros later this month. So Nancy Pelosi was at this press conference in support of him. And this is interesting because this took place the day after that Women's Health Protection Act bullshit thingy failed. Um, So she said that Senate Republicans are, quote, lining up in lockstep behind Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump in voting against the Women's Health Protection Act. Every day, Republicans show their intention to punish punish and control women's most personal health and reproductive decisions. And then minutes later, 
she defended her support of Henry Cellular, who voted against that bill. She also donated to his campaign last year. <sighs> I'm fucking over Nancy Pelosi. She is corrupt. She doesn't give a shit about us. She's been in office way too fucking long. Her family's rich. She has multiple stock interests that go against political interests and work in tandem with in times. Do you remember when she invested heavily in Microsoft right before they got a gigantic billions of dollars yes. contract with the U.S. Uh, Department of Defense? Yes. She bought stock right before that. Uh-huh. And you want to tell me that there's no money in politics. People that jail. say that, y'all are clowns. Straight clowns. to jail. And Nancy Pelosi's a clown. I'm so pissed that she's apparently a guest judge on this all-star season of Drag Race. Get off my TV. Oh my God, I saw her in the trailer and I was like, ah, I'm scared. Like, y'all, I'm serious. Like, she is an evil woman. Like, she's about as evil as Mitch McConnell is. I'm <laughs> over it. She pisses me off and it's just so She's corrupt. a good example of how um, like especially older Democrats are just playing a game like it's 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 nothing more to them than a game. And it's like this is literally our life, like life or death, literally life or death. Abortions are life saving procedures. Exactly. Anyway, speaking of life and death. Well, wait, really quick. I oh, I, yes. <laughs> I don't want to leave politics on like a super sour note. So I do want to read this tweet from the organization Run for Something. If you don't know, Run for Something is like a nonprofit org that basically you sign up with them to run for office and they help you run. A oh, that's campaign. awesome. We love positivity. Yes. Yes. So since the road decision leaked over 2000 people have signed up to run for office with run for something. And most of those people are young people. So we have hope that's young incredible. people are engaged in politics and young people actually self, you know, plug shameless plug. <laughs> um, our org Alliance with organizing did a poll and most, uh, almost all of the people that we surveyed recognize whether they're Democrats or Republicans that their disdain with politics can be solved by running for office. So like young people know what we need to do to fix shit and we're going to do it. So hopefully I just hope that the older ones don't bar us from making any real progress and we need them campaign finance laws to help us out because it costs way too fucking much money. It does way too fucking much to run a campaign. Indeed. And also, I'm sorry, I am not quite done with politics. So if you want to like repeat that tweet after I'm done talking about this story. Just be like, don't forget. (laughs) But it's nice to punctuate the awful stuff, you know. Uh So I have one more awful thing to talk about. And that's the fact that the U.S. has officially passed 1 million COVID-19 deaths. I want to read off um, some statistics. So three quarters of these deaths have been among seniors and a quarter of them have been people 85 or older. So it's a particularly vulnerable group, of course. Um, And the risk of dying from COVID-19 has been about two times higher for black people, Hispanic people, and American Indians compared to white people. That should tell you something. And here we go with another Biden statement. He issued a Biden love to make a statement because he doesn't yes. do anything else. He's like, I'll just talk. Yes. He, he ordered the flag to fly at half staff and he wrote in a statement that America must not grow numb to such sorrow. Wow. Thanks Biden. And to sir that I say, <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> it just, we just need to point out it. Another thing that makes me so mad, these fucking people on the right that are so up in arms about zygotes and fetuses inside a women's body and are so pro-life and so care about the future of the quote unquote child that's inside of these women are the same people who didn't wear a fucking mask for the entire pandemic or didn't get vaccinated or won't get vaccinated and contributed to these million deaths in just our country alone. That right. They travel to other fucking countries on their little vacations and honeymoons to infect other people, I'm sure, because yeah. we live in a selfish, narcissistic country, and those people in particular do not give a 
fuck about other people's lives. So do not let them convince you for a second that they're actually quote unquote pro-life because these are the people that are responsible for hundreds of thousands of deaths, just as the government is for not doing enough to help prevent those deaths and for not doing enough to punish the people that put others in danger. Thanks for your little proclamation, Biden, but it doesn't do shit. And I feel incredibly bad for the families of all these victims that passed away needlessly from this god-awful pandemic, which is still going on. Okay, deep breaths. (laughs) Okay, I think I'm going to calm down now. And I actually have a positive story right now to talk about. Thank you. This This is a positive thing. So on Sunday, California, the whole state, they set a historic milestone in clean energy. 103% of consumer demand electricity was met by renewable energy alone. It beat the previous record of 99%. So now you can unequivocally say that one of the largest states in the nation was ran fully for a day by wind and solar power. And I think that's that's really cool. Yeah, especially because people be like, we can't do that. It's like a state as big as California did. Yeah. Now, granted, it was like a perfect day with perfect wind and sun conditions, (laughs) which is the downside of renewable energy, of course, but Mm -hmm. it can happen. But it is possible. It's possible. Even if like half the country was able to do something like that, it would make a difference. Exactly. And that energy can be stored. So. Right. More evidence (laughs) that we should hop to it, but you know, (laughs) corporate interests. Anyway, my last news story, I would say speaking of corporate interests, but I think I've said that phrase enough, so I'm not going to say Elon Musk has claimed that his Twitter deal is temporarily on hold because he's so caught up in these spam and fake accounts. So he, he tweeted the other day that the Twitter deal is temporarily on hold pending details supporting calculation that spam slash fake accounts do indeed represent less than 5% of users. Which I think the reason why he's so caught up in this is because he wants a certain threshold by which fake accounts do not meet because of course he's interested in advertising and advertising dollars. And he has this perception that advertisers will not want to flock to Twitter if there's a certain percentage of fake accounts. So he's basically holding this deal so that he can ensure that he makes more money off this deal. Well, also they were saying that like, if he's able to prove that X percent of accounts are actually fake, then he can argue in court that like Twitter is being sold for way more than it's actually worth because X percentage of the accounts are actually fake. So he's probably, like you said, yeah, just trying to see how much money he can actually save from yeah. his like headline making offer, he's not going to pay that much because he's like, mm, like yeah. <laughs> scouring the internet to find everything possibly wrong with Twitter. So he can be like, this is actually fucked up. Uh, Trey agrees. <laughs> I don't know. In some ways it's kind of like a strong PR move, but at the same time, it's like very shameless. So Just annoying I, coming from like the richest person on the planet. Yes. Incredibly annoying, but it proves that some of the richest people are the cheapest so but um that concludes the news section uh perhaps the title of this episode should be zach gets big mad um maybe it should be but i had things to say you did and hopefully they do not fall in deaf ears go register to vote yeah and actually check your voter registration because sometimes you be unregistered and you don't even know it's true yeah so true Anyway, okay. music time. Yeah, um, it feels kind of weird talking about these things after Zach just popped off. Oh, I'm sorry. Like... I didn't want to suck the energy out of the room, but I think it's important that the people know. You're right. Okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, we can't Sherry did not give a fuck about what I, I had know. to say. I'm so sorry, honey. <laughs> I know. I know you have to play. You have to wait. Here, you can play with literally anything else. <laughs> Look, here are all your toys that don't sleep. She's probably like, um... I know. She's like, you want me to play, but you don't want me to play? (laughs) I'm sorry, Peanut. Okay. Um, (laughs) So as y'all know, um, recently the billboards... Billboards? The Billboard magazine (laughs) hosted a little event called the Billboard Music Awards or the BBMAs. 
Ooh, it was a lot. Like BBL. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Literally not even close. <laughs> a lot went down. Sorry. I'm a mess, you guys. It's been, you know what I thought today as I was opening my laptop to get hop on this recording? I was like, damn, it's been a week. And I was like, it's literally Tuesday. <laughs> we'll get there. Okay. I'm convinced there's no way I don't have COVID, honestly. If I See, take that test again tomorrow and it's negative, I'm going to be like, then what the fuck is this attacking me? See, I think this is part of why in my head, when during the news section, I was like, keep going, keep going, keep going. Cause I wanted to like give your throat some time. <laughs> no, nah, that shit just hurts. Okay. That shit hurt so the, there was a lot that happened. We're going to talk about it in pieces. All right. So the first piece, let's talk about the actual music element of it. <laughs> and then we'll talk more about it when we get to pop culture. <laughs> I'm just looking at the outline notes. Top mm-hmm. Christian artists. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> so this isn't everyone that won, obviously. Congratulations to people that did win. But these are some of the ones I wanted to talk about that were notable. So Drake won top artist. Hmm. Why? Uh, <laughs> let that silence be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Says a lot. To that, yeah. <laughs> um, top new artist was Olivia Rodrigo. Congrats. And we'll talk about her Makes in sense. just a minute. Cause I was okay. scrolling through that list and it was like, I was just like, I was literally like fast scrolling and it was like, Olivia Rodrigo, Olivia Rodrigo, Olivia. I was like, damn girl had a, a good night. It's like deja vu. Uh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, something else that I thought was notable because Taylor Swift won a billboard 200 artist. And I thought about it and I was like, well, yeah, that makes sense because Homegirl is just re-recording her old albums back to back to back. So she has like three albums that are charting simultaneously. Oh my God. What? My dog. Oh, I couldn't hear anything. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, okay. sometimes the Zoom like anti-background noise works and sometimes it just does not. Sometimes, sometimes Most of the time with Sherry, like, no, it does not. Sometimes she's like, I'm no longer background noise. I'm just noise. <laughs> <laughs> I really See, I'm not in the background. I'm in the front. You said I want to be the star. She does want to be the star. Okay, but I have to like really get through this. No. <laughs> sure, okay. we're already running pretty long. So just let us have this. Being annoying. Okay, and then top R&B artist was Doja Cat, icon. Top rap female artist was Megan Thee Stallion, which I'm sure you saw the clip of her accepting her award. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then, yes, as we talked about, the top Christian artist was Kanye West. <laughs> Which makes me laugh so hard because imagine all the actual Christian artists like, all right, you guys, this is it. Who's going to win? And then they announced Kanye. <laughs> oh, it's too much. It's too I, much. I wish I could have been there. I wish I would have. I wish I could have been like a fly on the wall in like the the Christian hub of the Billboard Music Award. Oh my God, Kanye said, "Our God is an awesome God." He raised. Oh my Wait, God. Wait, does it does it he call himself God? What happened to that? He era? calls himself Jesus. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know. <laughs> but <coughs> sorry, I had phlegm. Uh. Um. <laughs> I wanted to also note that Olivia Rodriguez or uh, Rodriguez, Olivia Rodrigo, <laughs> you guys, I swear to God, I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed right after this. Olivia Rodrigo took home a total of seven awards. Yay. Ooh. That's a lot of awards. How can you even carry that many? I don't know. <laughs> oh, this is an interesting time for our girl. So sorry, you guys. Maybe that should be the name of the episode. An interesting time for our girl. <laughs> What's next? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> next, speaking of Olivia Rodrigo, oh, um, oh. Billboard released their 21 under 21 list, and Olivia Rodrigo is the top 21 under 21. And the only people wow. that were on this list that I also recognized were Billie Eilish, 
that girl Gail that sings that song A B C D E F U. Awful song. Yeah, that one. <laughs> and your sister and your dog. <laughs> you know all the words. <laughs> You're just talking shit. It's because of TikTok. Um, and then like the kid Leroy's. So a lot of people undiscovered <laughs> apparently by me. So maybe I do need to do some reading. Uh, I'll get back to y'all on that. <coughs> oh my god, I totally skipped. I skipped one. Uh, you see you me skip? going out of order on this on my on my outline. So you sorry, you guys. Skipped the Latin erasure. I know. I know I'm so sorry. Uh, Half of my identity. Um, <laughs> speaking of Puerto Rican, um, Bad Bunny's new album, Un Verano Sin Ti, debuted at number one on the Hot 200 and added four songs to the Hot 100 Top 10, which makes it the first time four all Spanish language songs are ranking in the top 10 simultaneously. Oh, that's Ray cool. Z, right? I mean, if anyone was going to do it, it's going to be Bad Bunny. Crazy. Local. Because uh, Spanish. Okay. Right? You're done. <laughs> You're done. You're, anytime Zach speaks Spanish, you're done. You're yeah, done. his album, Un Verano Sintai. Un, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I know some Spanish. I took three semesters of it. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. Yeah. Latin king over here. <laughs> no, you know who's really Latin king? Nick. Nick is like near fluent in Spanish. What? Nick? Yeah. Oh my God. We're going to talk about that because okay. I don't know a lot of Spanish. I know. <laughs> king. <laughs> okay. Well, that was all I had for music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll cough with you. Cough solidarity. Okay. Uh... Cough solidarity. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Quick entertainment segment. Like I said, we got two stories. So my first story, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Y'all know them. They run the Golden Globes. We don't they like them. Got we don't kicked off the them. air because they don't like black people. And, so- and like, why do we care about them in the first place? It's only like a few dozen people. Anyway, so on Friday, they announced that I'm just going to read this quote because it's so like wordy for absolutely no reason. They formed a special committee within their organization to, quote, determine potential outside strategic interest in its organization and assets. The end game is optimizing the value of the HFPA's various assets and continue to enhance the organization's position in the marketplace while strengthening its relationships with various stakeholders, which basically means that um, they're poor. Help us out, Wall Street. They're poor. Oh. They said, help me, I'm poor <laughs> and racist. I don't like black people. <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. So they're basically looking for someone to buy them because no one else wants them. That um, is so be- pathetic. Yeah, no one wants I to love- broadcast their award show. You know what I love? I love that we, the people, bullied the Hollywood <laughs> Foreign Press just like completely out of like relevance. Like they're done. They're done. This is and it. They're, this we is also the last- have to... That's the last straw. The last straw. Like, this is the last thing that they're going to do to try and, like, stay in it. <laughs> we also have to thank performative Hollywood activism because, you know, like, they all also, those actors are coming they out and they're like, <gasps> boo, even though they said many racism, of them knock it off. Knock it off. <laughs> even though many of them probably have Golden Globes and we're just, they just, it's called the bandwagon. They anyway. love the Golden Globes because they get drunk off their yeah. ass at the Golden Globes. They love yeah. it, but they're like, oh my God, what? Like, I never liked them. I'm gonna throw my <laughs> in the I trash. never even had fun. Are you kidding? That wasn't me dancing over there. What? Wait, actually, I need to Google. I know it was like one person or a few that like sent their golden globes back. Oh, I think Tom Cruise was one of them. Tom Cruise mailed this- his <laughs> mail his golden globes back, which is the definition of performative because it doesn't do shit. Literally. He could have at least melted those down to make some money at a pawn shop or something. <laughs> Not that he needs it, but that's it's so mm. stupid. Well, anyway, yeah. Nobody did you them. see speaking of Tom Cruise, that awful movie that we were forced to watch a clip for is actually doing like had really good reviews. I was like, from who? It's getting awesome reviews. Yeah, top gun. Hello? Oh my god, it keeps happening. I think it's your Wi-Fi. Oh my God. This is so ghetto, you guys. OMG, it keeps happening. Try connecting to. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
That was the Jonas Brothers, if you didn't know. Okay, I just connected to I, I my five G channel. Oh, how, how do how do I sound now? Great. Really? Yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's just move on. Hopefully, this does not persist. <laughs> Hopefully we can salvage some of this. Um, if. <laughs> If, if we can't, just a quick TLDR, um, Tom <laughs> long, Cruise mailed read. back his Golden <laughs> Globes, which is dumb, and his movie, Top Maverick, or whatever it's called, is- Top Gun <laughs> Maverick. <laughs> Top Maverick. It's getting really good reviews. So I'm like really confused because that clip looked like trash. It was just you guys, stupid boys. When we saw- Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It wasn't even a trailer. It was legit like a five minute chunk of that It was a whole clip, movie. you guys. I was and like, we can like, we be done? It felt like end? eternity. And then on top of that, they showed a trailer <laughs> for the movie. Like I couldn't, yeah. y'all couldn't have just been done with, and they acted like it was like a special little perk. Like, oh, exclusive <laughs> clip. I don't care. You think I came here for that? You and think after me? The- I? <laughs> And after that, I still don't know what the plot of the movie is. I could not tell you. <laughs> Military propaganda. That's what it is. Ah, you're so That's right. what I okay. thought the whole time. Okay. Speaking of Doctor Strange, let's move on. But before we do, I just wanted to show you what I saw when you were frozen. This face. I took a picture of it. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you look so concerned. She's beautiful. Oh wait, I, I just realized what? I matched with a guy on Bumble named Brody. Why did I do that? Now he's messaging me. Ugh, disgusting. And all right, let's move on. Hopefully, Sherry will stop pumping you. I saw she snuck up from behind earlier. That was she not did. cool. And that's what she's yeah. been into. Oh, she humped Nick yesterday. Did oh. he tell you about that? Oh yeah, he <laughs> met her for the first time. Yeah, she New gunky him. unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she did she she got on she she got on him she said fresh meat <laughs> he was scared <laughs> oh no Poor he guy. was like sure <laughs> <laughs> okay okay we're moving on speaking of dr strange yeah, this is i be a, a bitch for you to edit <laughs> it really is it's okay um <laughs> speaking of dr strange i just wanted to point out this article that came out in Variety the other day. And the reason why I want to talk about it is because Variety is one of what we call the trades, the Hollywood trades. There's three of them in the industry. There's Variety, which has been around forever, Hollywood Reporter, and Deadline. Van- oh. And were you going to say Vanity Fair? <laughs> Incorrect. Not a trade, but it does cover okay. Hollywood. So basically, these are sites and publications that like people in the industry as well as movie nerds like myself read. So for Variety to come out with this piece that's basically saying like, MCU, what the fuck are you doing? You're pointless right now. It's really interesting to me. Um, so I wanted to talk about it because I agree with, with their points actually. And we talked about this a little bit in person before. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's two quotes that I wanted to point out to kind of kickstart this little conversation. They were talking about this new phase four. And they said, the MCU has conjured up 10 separate narrative threads that includes the films and TV shows now with no clear relationship to each other, only two of which have thus far perpetuated through other titles. The first is Wanda appearing in WandaVision and then Multiverse of Madness. And the second is Yelena showing up in Black Widow and then Hawkeye. Compare all of that to how the MCU marshaled the Infinity Saga by the sixth movie, The Avengers, We'd already met Thanos, and by the 10th movie in Guardians of the Galaxy, we heard the words Infinity Stones and understood that Thanos was bent on collecting all six and getting rid of Half-Life and all the universe. So I agree with this because, especially with, um, I didn't include this on the outline, but as you know, the first She-Hulk trailer just came out a few hours ago. And I'm just like, you you know, I love Marvel, and I get excited for individual projects, but it does seem like post infinity saga there's just like no path forward on what they're doing and so it's just all these projects with no relation to each other yeah and with each new thing coming out again like with she hulk i'm just like okay it's just another thing that's probably not going to connect to another thing right and when how long do we have to wait until the next proper avengers movie i know i don't know 
I hope I don't, this isn't like spelling trouble in paradise. I know. A part of me like doesn't want to believe that they have no direction, but I'm like, I can't not think it because that's what it looks like. <laughs> like I want to believe that they're better than that. Like they have yeah. to be. I they have to be. Like it just is ridiculous to me. But then I'm like, are they? I don't know. Well, here's here's what I'm what I'm thinking. The D23 Expo, which is like Disney's Comic Con, they have it every other year. I don't remember the last time they had it because of the pandemic, but I think it might have. It this might be the first one post pandemic, and mm, that's okay. in September. So I would say if like Kevin doesn't come out and announce some Avengers project, I'm going to be very disappointed because yeah. I just feel like this <laughs> franchise is built on like these big gatherings in the Avengers movies where everything starts to matter. Mm-hmm. And if we don't have that soon, all these little threads are going to feel like worthless, not worthless, but yeah. like very inconsequential. Definitely. And I saw somebody on Twitter that was like, what do you guys mean? The MCU has no direction. They were like, um, the multiverse is your infinity stones. Uh, Kang <laughs> is your Thanos and secret wars is your Avengers. And I was like, who said that? Secret wars has not even been announced. Right. That's what I'm saying. I like looked it up so... and I was like, am I tripping? And then it was just comic stuff. And I was like, okay, so they haven't even said that they're going to do that. So like, where did that come from? <laughs> I have a controversial statement Ooh, controversial and I know yeah, so brave, so controversial. I think they should have steered away from Disney Plus shows. I think we should have just stuck with movies because it's crowding up the field. And I it know is. that they did it to get subscribers for Disney I Plus. Know. But these shows, no matter how great they can be, like WandaVision was great. I just think they crowd the field and they don't really end up mattering. Well, they that's haven't the yet. Thing. That's the thing, right? WandaVision was great. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't done anything and I, I loved Loki. I will say that Loki was the last and one. I love Hawkeye. Like, this popped off, but nothing has really matched WandaVision yet. And so I'm like, y'all really, y'all started off with that. And now what? Now yeah. what? So we'll see, but I just wanted to point that out. I just think it's so funny that Variety actually ran that. Right. Well, considering they were like, it's an industry trade. They were like, okay, Kevin's going to read this. What do we want him to, what do we want him to know? Maybe they were the <laughs> ones that convinced him, that inspired him to cast John Krasinski, which actually, did you hear it was supposed to be Daniel Craig and then Daniel Craig didn't want to do it because of COVID. And then they asked John Krasinski. So we almost didn't get That's John interesting. Krasinski. Can you I imagine mean, uh, Daniel Craig as Reed Richards? I, I could not. I really couldn't. <laughs> I would have been mad, Loki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been weird. Anyway. Like, the internet perfectly casted this role for you. Why? Yeah. Well, that's entertainment. <laughs> Let's move on to pop culture because I have some things I cannot wait to talk about with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so I don't remember if we've talked about the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial in like a lot. We um, have not, and I okay. personally have made it a point not to. And I'll same. explain in a second. But... No, same. I've been trying to avoid it, similar to how I've been trying to avoid talking about like Pete Davidson and Kanye West and like what's her name, mm. Megan Fox well, and Machine Gun Kelly, because they irritate we my fail soul. At that, but <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. I feel like at this point now I have to address it because I need everybody to to know how I feel about this and how like annoyed I am. Tell so, them what's happening if they don't know. Yeah. So if you don't know, Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard for defamation after she claimed that he abused her. And he lost out on a lot of like acting roles. They were supposed to, allegedly were supposed to do another Pirates of the Caribbean and they said no. And then he got recast in the Harry Potter thing, which Johnny Depp, you should be happy about, honestly. <laughs> um, so he's claiming that she lied and that like this has caused him to lose out on a lot of money and opportunities. So then this defamation trial has rolled out a lot of things about their relationship a lot of like has drawn out a lot of weird behavior from people on the internet has it's been really weird and so I feel like I need to talk about it because at the end of the day this is like two people testifying about how they were abused by each other and it's like y'all are acting like this is like a fucking joke like it's fun yes and games and especially the Johnny Depp people it's very weird it's very yes. weird. 
Yeah, so, I want to issue a formal <laughs> condemnation of the just adamant, mostly straight men defending Johnny Depp within an no, inch of their lives of on Twitter. It's so many women. Really? I've seen nothing but women. Well, that's the internalized misogyny for you. Oh my God. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's too much. Like we do not care about your opinion. It comes (laughs) off as extremely misogynistic. And again, if you're a woman, it's giving internal misogyny. Um, And I think a lot of that too, it's unfortunate, but because Amber Heard is seen as like, uh, like objectively beautiful in a way that kind of like Margot Robbie and Megan Fox are like bombshell type of beauties. I feel like that makes it worse for her. And I'm not saying like, we have no proof ourselves of like what went down. Women are fully capable of also being domestic abusers, which he is also claiming too, that like she's done shit too. Um, but I just feel like the rhetoric against her is more volatile than it is against yes. Johnny Depp because yes. it's like super problematic. Yes. Okay. That's what I want to say, because I personally, like just in my own beliefs, believe that these two, I think that maybe it's possible that Amber Heard wasn't like physically assaulted, but was definitely like emotionally abused. And I think that she physically abused Johnny. And while he just like emotionally abused her, which both are forms of abuse. And so I think that it's absolutely horrible. Like, it's clear that these two were literally in the most toxic relationship ever. And so the fact that Johnny Depp is being played out to be like this angel victim. And like you said, the rhetoric against her has been so horrible and disgusting. And then like the fact that people are doing it as like a joke, like it's so weird. I will say I've seen some clips from her testimonies. Um, Babe, where's the acting? Because it's very bad. Some stuff she's like clearly uh, exaggerating and it's kind of cringy, Yeah. but like, it's just, y'all are acting like this isn't two people <coughs> sharing intimate deal, intimate details into their marriage. That was damaging to both of them. I don't know. It's very weird. And so all that to say SNL did a skit, like I didn't even watch it, but SNL did a skit on like this trial and I'm like what has this come to I feel like now SNL doing a skit is like bringing everything to a head I'm like I can't avoid this anymore (laughs) this is horrible like would they I'm like trying to think of another trial that's like so clearly awful I don't know it just feels like it's been going on forever too like I'm just over it I really don't care yeah and the other thing is too Johnny Depp and his lawyer this whole time have been like laughing and kikiing while Amber Heard is like sharing her testimonies and i think that's super embarrassing unprofessional and disgusting also (laughs) like this is a courtroom and then people are like showing up before the trial in virginia and are like giving johnny depp gifts and like hugging him out the window oh yeah the the fucking supporters the people lining up outside with signs get all it's all women it's all women that's what's so weird about it Oh my God. It's too People much. Are like, Oh, I found some, I did some internet digging. I'm going to go try and reach Johnny's legal team. Like what? It's really <laughs> embarrassing. It really is. It's so weird. And so I'm just like, let's stop. Let's not, let's, let's just let's stop. Let's just stop. Yeah. Let's just stop. Okay. Everyone let's let these two people hash it out in court. Uh, and we'll see what the jury thinks. Okay. Yep, I agree. Let's just leave it at that. I'm like, so over it. <laughs> I hate that I had to say this. And nobody asked me to, and it, my words probably don't matter, but I just feel like I need to make it known where I stand as a <laughs> pop culture queen on this podcast. Pop culture queen. Okay. On a more positive relationship, um, Adele recently celebrated, I think, one year with her boyfriend. What's his name? Rich Paul. Rich Paul. I think he's like a basketball player or something. He probably um, is rich then. I've probably made that joke uh, before. <laughs> I don't know. We haven't really talked about them yet, but she like never talks about them, never like posts about them. We've seen them together in public a couple of times, but she posted this really sweet Instagram post and everybody's like, ah. and if you haven't seen it, go on Adele's Instagram. The pictures are super cute and just kind of give like a really sweet look into their lives, especially after like coming off, like off of a divorce. I'm happy for her. Glad Beautiful. she's found her peace. Glad she's found her peace. not end in divorce, babes. Divorce, <laughs> babes. Divorce, yeah. So, <laughs> love that for her. But, okay. I know you're so excited to talk about 
That's why I loved it for the end. I was like, we're gonna go. <laughs> I can't wait. We're gonna go in. Okay. Okay. So as mentioned before, the Billboard Music Awards were this weekend. <clears throat> and um for some God unbeknownst to me reason, Cara Delevingne was invited to the music awards show. Don't ask me why. I have absolutely no clue what business she had there. And why people are there? very confused by her erratic behavior. We'll call it that erratic behavior at these events. So, so funny, you if, guys. If you want a visual... Ooh. It, by the time you listen to it, I'll bet you five bucks she's still trending on Twitter. You can just search Cara Delevingne in the search box on Twitter and just scroll. Just scroll. You'll see a lot of good stuff in there. So first, let's talk about her weird obsession with Meg the Stallion. I, I like, mean, we're all obsessed, but this was... Right. But this is like, like none of us though are take. doing... None of us are doing this. That's the problem, right? Like we we... We respect Megan. This is like a whole other level. Okay. Um, and this is what bothers me too. I feel like white women really, really, really fetishize black women and like don't understand that it's actually like just like weird and creepy. And also like they, the way that they do it just like perpetuates like black stereotypes. Um, yeah. Anyway, so Cara Delevingne, Megan is like on the red carpet taking her photos and Cara Delevingne is like off to the side watching. There's a picture of her peeking out from behind the step and repeat. It's so ominous and funny to me. Oh my God. Like what is she wearing? Cara Delevingne. I don't know. What is this? She looks like Kim Possible. Like almost how, uh, okay. Don't disrespect Kim Possible like that. First of all. Okay. Sorry. Second of all, how dare she even (laughs) step near Meg Thee Stallion in that outfit? Anyway. Wasn't she holding part of her dress at one point? Yeah. So she was like tossing her dress into the air while she was like taking photos. And Meg was like, (laughs) Um, so weird. I think at first she was like trying to be like cute and nice about it. And then she was like sitting next to her um, during the actual word ceremony. And then when her and Doja Cat were, when Meg and Doja Cat were talking, she popped out of absolutely nowhere. <laughs> That's probably the most terrifying. If you haven't seen that clip, you, no. you just, you can find it easily. <laughs> By terrifying, you mean hilarious. Cause I watched, I saw it on TikTok and I watched that like five times ago. Right. I thought it, it was, was so hilarious. The way she just like, emerges. Into she the literally cup. comes out of absolutely nowhere. It's very weird. Like a phantom. Um, and then to top it all off, Meg the Stallion posted a picture from last night and literally so obviously cropped Cara Delevingne out of it. That it's Wait, like on, not on Instagram? Funny. Yes. Oh, I need to look this up. I'm going to laugh probably. If it's not on her actual Instagram, hold on. Nick sent me the tweet. I'll send you the tweet. It's not on her actual Instagram. I think she posted on her story or something. Hold on. Uh, This is literally, Zach, when I tell you, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Hold on. (laughs) You're going to lose it. You guys are going to get a live reaction because this is so fucking funny. Oh my God. It's like she obviously cropped her out. And it's like (laughs) the fact that celebrities are acting like this. I can't wait. Are you texting it to me? I just sent it to you. Okay, it's sending. Hold on. It's oh traveling through the through the airwaves. Oh my god. Okay, I got it. I, wait, hold on. I'm, I'm opening it. Okay, I'm click opening on it. it. Yeah, click on it because there's both options. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So everybody's clearly uncomfortable by her presence. And then some, on top of that, <laughs> some old videos, I think, of Cara Delevingne at like a Victoria Monet concert where she's like licking her legs. It's very weird, you guys. Cara Delevingne has like a weird fetish thing going on with black women. Sherry agrees. Sherry is like so confused as to why Cara Delevingne is such a weirdo. Um, but... Yeah, so that's the thing. People are like, why are we still inviting her to events? Like, what what is she up to? Why is she doing this? Yeah, and we're not going to get into, I'm not going to be one of those people that's like, a conspiracy theory, Cara Delphine <laughs> is on crack. Like, that's she not of our business. Though. None of our business, but uh, right. yeah, the it's behavior itself, 
although I find it very hilarious. It's amusing, but it's- imagine like being <laughs> one of these two women and like not being able to find peace on a night that's supposed to be yeah. joyful. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why Doja hit that vape before she went on stage to give her uh, She speech. was like, shit, let Cara Delevingne <laughs> follow me up here. Sherry, <laughs> uh, Sherry sure, sure agrees. Sherry sure says, it's time for the media moment. She's ready. Mommy. She's ready. I'm actually <laughs> super excited to talk about my media moment. <laughs> it's time for the media moment. Well, Good, because you're going first. It's your turn. I'm going first? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so honestly, for a minute, I was like, hmm, I'm going to think about it. I don't know what my meeting moment was going to be. And then, like, later in the evening, I was like, why did I even second guess? Like, there was absolutely zero question as to what my medium moment oh. is. <laughs> um, okay, my medium moment for this week is Hot Ones, the show on YouTube <laughs> with Sean Evans. Is Love that the him. wing show thing? The hot sauce? Yeah. Okay, so you clearly don't watch it. I've never <laughs> seen it. Sorry. Um, You should. Honestly, I think everybody should. Because Sean Evans is such a fantastic interviewer. It, like, trumps every other, like, like if you like watching celebrity interviews and you don't watch hot ones, like, you, what are you doing? Like, Wait, you it's an to. interview show? I thought they just eat hot sauce and hot Why wings. Why would they just eat hot wings? That's stupid. I don't know. Everyone loves it's- a crutch. It's an interview show. So they eat progressively like hotter wings. They eat, there's like a spread of 10 different sauces and they eat wings with each sauce, like one with each sauce on them. And then, um, yeah, he asked some questions, but Sean Evans is an amazing interviewer. He's like one of the few celebrity interviewers that actually does like extensive research on all of the people that he interviews to the point where like in, you'll see in like a lot of the interviews, they'll be like, how did you know that? Or they'll be like, wow, you just like, pulled a memory that I forgot that I had or like and it's like it's it's so thoughtful and it's just like so sweet watching him interact with them because he like actually cares about them and it's just a really cool show and you can buy the sauces that they use on the show so I do now own um one oh. two, three four of the hot ones hot sauces um, wow. I'm looking yeah. on the channel now because I'm curious um, who they've interviewed good. recently. Oh, wait. They have um, a bunch of different videos. I thought it was just... some. Oh, there's like 16 different seasons. There's tons. Uh, so some of my favorite episodes, um, the one actually I only just watched this today, but I think it's my favorite one out of all of them. Um, Dave Grohl. That was the uh, sweetest interview I've ever seen in my life. That was just really perfect. Um, Elizabeth Olsen is another really good one because if you ever want to know what Aquarius energy looks like, watch Elizabeth Olsen's Hot Ones interview. She is the most Aquarius Aquarian I've ever seen. Like the epitome of like the aloofness that Aquariuses have, that is her. And that is on her a, in this interview. On a side note, have you seen her Vanity Fair lie detector thing? <laughs> yeah. So funny. She's big Aquarius energy. So funny. Like yeah. <laughs> anytime, like that is the epitome of like what the Aquarius vibe is. And it's so <laughs> funny. Like she's so goofy and like is unintentionally goofy. Like that's just her. And I love her for that. Um, I'm trying to think of another good one. Another good one is uh, Michael Che from um, SNL. He had a really oh, good yeah. interview. It was one of those moments where he was like shocked by the questions that um, Sean was asking. And he was like getting emotional at some of them. And um let me think who else is really oh Paul Rudd amazing because also Paul Rudd is a great interviewee like he's really good at being interviewed he's really like humble and nice and then he was asking Sean questions like they were going they had like a nice like volley going with the questions when really it's like supposed to be a you know Sean interviews Paul yeah Paul started interviewing Sean which is cool so yeah, highly recommend. I as like silly as it sounds, I feel like Hot Ones is one of the most genuine celebrity interview shows. It's just great. You know what? I will give one or two a watch because of I this recommendation. I think this is also the so first fun. YouTube show recommendation for Media Moment. I think so too. But I was like, there's no question. This is like my new obsession. I just I've been watching for the last like two weeks, just all Hot Ones. <laughs> wow, I love that. Yeah. I will watch one. That's it's my really homework good. assignment for this week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You should. I'll tell you which one you should watch. Okay. So yeah, watch hot ones. Well, my medium moment for this week mm-hmm. is a movie. 
you guys, I so badly wanted it to be everything everywhere all at once because I saw it for the third time. I am convinced this is one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Everything everywhere all at once. Yes. Yes. Not this Um, movie. No, it's, I'll get to it. It's very good, but no, I'm, I am convinced. I, I really think it's set to be like in my top five of all time. I think it's a perfect top five now. And I'm so smart for bringing tissues this time because they were utilized. I tears streaming down my face. I cry more and more each time, but we're not talking about everything everywhere all at once because Elise said, I can't repeat media moments. Yeah, You're not allowed. No repeats. (sighs) Repeats are a cop out. Oh, Oh, I, uh, although I did want to say, I think I texted this to you, but I thought it was so moving when I left the theater, there was this, uh, this group of three guys, I'm assuming they're all straight. Maybe they're not, um, that were sitting in the row in front of me that went to go see it. And I'm guessing this was at least one of their first time seeing it. And so when I walked out of the theater, one of them, these were like adult men was like in tears, hugging his like bro friends because he was so moved by the movie. In the theater hallway. And yeah, I, I love like, seeing oh. that. I was this close to being like, I love this. sweet <laughs> moments of intimacy between men because men act like they can't. I feel know. Things. I know. It made me like really happy in a weird way. I was like, oh my God, men feeling emotions. Right. It does. It like brings hope. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, not talking about that film because I'm not allowed. Mm-hmm. I right. am going to talk right. about a movie I watched uh, earlier this week called Whiplash. Have you heard of this? Came out eight years ago. Mm, I don't think so it's the film Damien Chazelle made before La La Land it's the drumming movie with no okay so oh I think I know it was Miles Teller yes so in this film Whiplash came out in 2014 Miles Teller enters into uh, the most competitive music conservatory in the United States which is in New York and he's an aspiring jazz drummer he's already really good but like he wants to make his way into studio band which is this competition band run by um jk simmons who won his oscar for this movie and he's basically like drill sergeant verbally abusive instructor um and so i don't know what propelled me to watch this again recently i think it was on it was on prime so it's like i'm gonna watch this is your second time watching it yeah i haven't seen it since 2014 when it came out oh okay and for some reason i mean i guess my palate has developed in the last eight years but i remember when i saw it everyone was going crazy for it and i was just like that was fine and then watching it now this is like a perfect movie really yes it's it's like it's it's really exhilarating experience um and I like films that have very challenging ideas, almost like unpopular ideas at the core of them. And with this movie, it's really interesting because it's sort of asking like, not only is is greatness worth it, like what it takes to be great, like truly great in history, is it worth the path it takes to get there? And sort of the more challenging question does J.K. Simmons' style of, I don't even know if teaching is the right word, is it okay if and only if it yields greatness? I don't right. want to spoil anything. It's like the Abby Lee Miller technique. <laughs> sure. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if Abby Lee Miller was like throwing chairs at her students and calling them various words in the English language. But yes, same vein. So that question of, whether or not his method is worth it only if it yields such greatness like the climax of this film is so insane you guys the editing i can see why this won the editing oscar as well because the way the final like musical sequence number is edited is just insane and miles teller is really good in this movie I don't think he actually even got an Oscar nomination, which is a crime because he carried this movie, even though apparently he's super dislikable in real life. Yeah, Um, that's what I've heard, which is really sad because I do enjoy watching him in movies. Yeah, he's talented. Uh, So Loved him in Footloose. Oh my God, you love Footloose, the Footloose remake. I love the Footloose remake, guys. So embarrassing. It was my media moment one time, if you remember. That's true. It was. Um. 
but anyway, I don't know. I don't have much else to say. I just wanted to share that I rewatched it and I had an incredible experience watching it. And I think people should see it. It's really brisk. It's like an hour, 45 minutes. Um, and it's like one of those movies that's simple, but like thematically rich, you know? Yeah, it's like just, simple, but effective. Yes. It does what it needed to do. Incredibly well acted and edited. Um, you should watch it. It's really good. Maybe I will. I love good. Uh, oh, Shuri said, watch Shuri's it. Shuri's like, we will not be watching anything of the sort. You will be watching uh, me and me only. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, I love a good like me- movie about music. So it's almost like a horror movie about music. Like some of it. <laughs> oh, like, I like so, that. The way it portrays like the pressure and dedication involved. Let's just say there's literal blood involved. <laughs> like blood. actual blood. there's some really cool shots of like slow motion blood pattering on the drums as he's Ooh. yeah it's a cool movie you should watch it okay i'll watch it if you watch hot ones okay i mean it's significantly less of a time commitment on my part <laughs> unless i watched like what you might 15? get you <laughs> might get sucked down the rabbit hole okay Maybe. sucked into uh, a it's bagel very easy oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's very easy too Okay, well, well, hey. we finally concluded. <laughs> yeah, and I got something to say, what? you guys. You hate Nancy Pelosi. That too, yes. But <laughs> our next episode is our fiftieth episode. You That's already crazy. know we're gonna be extra as we're getting. Hell. We're getting a cake. Don't tell them. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Did we already I tell, tell them? I feel like we already told them. Uh, I don't know. We're not going to tell you anything else. And I'm going to come up with something fun and interesting for us to do next episode. I already have come up with it, but I need to execute it. What? Oh, I was going to say we should do what we did on our first in-person episode. Do you remember that where we basically did like a, uh, like, um, like a best friend tag? Yeah. 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 We should do that again. (laughs) I have something similar. I'm going to prepare something. I have something on the brain, but, um, yes, we'll, We'll suss it out. It's a very big deal. Um, I'm going to get into all the schmaltzy stuff next episode when it actually is the 50th, but I just wanted to say prepare for Be the Ice prepared. Age. <laughs> Love how we both went two different routes yeah, with that. Two different, but two different animated routes. Every single time I hear someone say prepare for, immediately in my head, it just goes prepare for. Really? <laughs> Mine goes to be prepared from the Lion King. Really? Yeah. Yes. Because I'm black. Two very different. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my I God. I save slaps. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, stay tuned for my next media moment. Ice Age, the OG. <laughs> Stop. You're too. Just funny. kidding. I'm seeing men this weekend. So that will definitely be my new. <gasps> Without me? That's rude. I mean, if you want to make the time, but I was trying to see it on Friday. So <laughs> just, <laughs> just the cough and respond. <laughs> oh, t- oh. Okay, okay she's ready to go. We're going to conclude and we'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for putting up with my rants and Ely's coughs. And Thank you. Sorry. I promise I won't be sick next week. Maybe I will be. I don't know. You don't make any I, promises. I, I yeah. better fucking not be. I swear to God. <laughs> Fingies crossed. Fingies crossed. Have a good night. Have a good night.